some people refuse to bend when someone corrects them. Eventually they will break, and there will be no one to repair the damage. When the rulers are good, the people are happy. When the rulers are evil, the people complain. A son who loves wisdom makes his father happy. One who wastes his money on prostitutes will lose his wealth. A nation will be strong when it has a fair and just king. A nation will be weak when it has a king who is selfish and demands gifts. If you give false praise to others in order to get what you want, you are only setting a trap for yourself. Evil people are defeated by their sin, but good people will sing and be happy. Good people want to do what is right for the poor, but the wicked don't care. Proud people who laugh at what is right cause problems that divide whole cities, but people who are wise are able to calm those who are angry. If someone who is wise tries to settle a problem with a fool, the fool will argue and say stupid things, and they will never agree. If you always try to be honest, murderers will hate you, but those who do what is right will want you to be their friend. Fools are quick to express their anger, but wise people are patient and control themselves. If a ruler listens to lies, all his officials will be evil. In one way the poor and those who steal from them are the same, the Lord made them both. If a king judges the poor fairly, he will rule for a long time. Punishment and discipline can make children wise, but children who are never corrected will bring shame to their mother. If the wicked are ruling the nation, sin will be everywhere, but those who live right will win in the end. Correct your children whenever they are wrong. Then you will always be proud of them. They will never make you ashamed. If a nation is not guided by God, the people will lose self-control, but the nation that obeys God's law will be happy. Servants will not learn a lesson if you only talk to them. They might understand you, but they will not obey. There is more hope for a fool than for someone who speaks without thinking. Give your servants everything they want, and they will learn to be wasteful. An angry person causes arguments, and someone who is quick-tempered is guilty of many sins. Your pride can bring you down. Humility will bring you honor. You are your own worst enemy if you take part in a crime. You will not be able to tell the truth even when people threaten you. Fear can be a trap, but if you trust in the Lord, you will be safe. Many people want the friendship of a ruler, but the Lord is the only one who judges people fairly. Good people think the wicked are disgusting, and the wicked feel disgust for those who are honest. Easy to read version. I'm not much one for binary definitions of either slash or. I find both slash and to be a better approach to most things. So, when it comes to the nature versus nurture debate, it seems confusing to apply the either slash or. Children are shaped by both their nature, DNA, and ancestral lineage, and the nurturing, or lack thereof, provided by their parents, grandparents, and significant people in their lives. Both nature and nurture influence children so that the way of the parent tends to be the way of the child. It is extremely difficult for kids to rise above traumatic, abusive, or neglectful parenting and be virtuous. Violence, greed, and misdirected anger are vices both inherited and learned. Even in loving homes directed by good hearts, a child can fall into bad companionship leading to bad behavior. And added to the mix, we are all profoundly touched by the fall of humanity. Our disordered loves, unhealthy habits, and dubious actions easily rub off on others, especially kids. This is why self-discipline is so very important. It needs constant attention. There are too many obstacles and too much at stake to ignore wisdom and slide into an undisciplined life. The biblical proverbs help us to focus our attention and our efforts in healthy directions that we might contribute to the good of our families and our society. Reverence and trust in the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The self-controlled and self-disciplined life leads to spiritual prosperity, emotional buoyance, and a mentality of abundance. Selfishness, and the lack of proper boundaries, 
quickly degenerates into foolish behavior and adversely affects the family and society. Any garden variety fool can bluster on and cause a ruckus, being insensitive and short-sighted to the consequences of their words and behavior. Foolish people scoffing and belligerently offering their unsolicited opinions helps absolutely no one. Indeed, it seems the fools around us are a dime a dozen. The security and stability of both home and society depend upon wise order. Such order, applied wisely and graciously, avoids the extremes of harsh discipline and lax correction. It takes wisdom to make sound decisions in finding the sweet spot between too much and not enough. Holding people accountable for their words and behavior, and doing it without a critical spirit, is at the heart of godly living. A great deal of self-discipline is to force ourselves, and allow the Lord to bend our will, to exercise faithfulness in a responsible, regular, and robust way over all those whom we nurture and care for, without succumbing to ramshackle improvising, as if spontaneity were our only tool. The wise sayings of the biblical Proverbs are to be our merciful guide, keeping us on the road of life, not falling into the ditch on either side. May it be so to the glory of God, and the shalom of our family homes, faith communities, and societal institutions.